everybody. Welcome to The Writer Chick with your host, Kay Nicole. So before we get into the episode, I just want to mention that now I actually have a link to where you can donate to the podcast. If you want to donate, then donate. I mean, that that's up to you. I just kind of did it to just have it, but you're not being forced. So don't feel like I'm, you know, trying to make you do something you don't want to do. This is entirely for fun, but I just have it there just in case you want to support. Also, about the YouTube videos, I promised I was going to do the video format. Well, you know where you can see my face. But my apartment is really tiny, and then the lighting is bad, and then I can't really get the right angle with the phone. So it's not coming out too well. And then on top of that, remember, I am a very busy college student. I am taking six classes this semester, so my level of wanting to edit a whole YouTube video on top of a podcast episode very minimal. So what I decided to do instead, which I ended up figuring out, thank God, because at first I wasn't going to post it, but then I figured it out. Basically, you can just hear the audio version like on here, but you get a nice little wavelength visual, you know, you get a little little spice to it. You can't see my face, but you get a little little bit of a visual. Outside of that, though, there's not really much to say. Today's episode is actually about my first experience at a poetry slam and what I learned. I figured we'd switch it up a little. I mean, okay, this is still kind of writing related, but I figured we'd switch it up a little bit and do some kind of lifestyle stuff. I will actually do more non-writing related content. I know, seems kind of weird, hence, you know, with the name, but I do plan on doing like actual story times. I have plenty of stories to tell. So would y'all be okay if I did a poll and asked what you want the next like story time episode to be about? I- I'll give y'all some options. If you tell me which one you want to hear about on this podcast, I'll gladly do it. I'll probably put a poll on my Instagram page. I think you can do one on here, but I don't I don't really have a lot of people on here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just do it on my IG page for right now. Um so go ahead and follow me at KAE the writer on Instagram. I've told y'all this before. I'm telling y'all again, so please do your girl a solid and go follow her on Instagram if you want to be a part of the next future episode. I don't know when this is going to come in rotation, but I promise I'll do it. So yeah, please do that. Anyways, this intro is way too long already, so I'm just going to get into this now. So my first experience at a poetry sun was actually kind of cool. I went to it twice. So by the time you're actually hearing this, I've already been to it twice, but I'm feeling it a little nostalgic because of Omicron, which I think we all hate Omicron, but is what it is. Coronavirus part three. And please, if you don't feel like listening to me rant, ramble, all of the above, go right ahead and check out the blog post version of this. It's already up. Just read it if you want the gist. If not, and you have time to kill, then feel free to keep listening. So my first experience was actually by myself, which is kind of crazy because I have a very hard time doing things on my own. It's because I overthink a lot. Basically, I have social anxiety a little bit. It's something I've always kind of struggled with and I'm trying to work on it, but it's been a, been a bit of a challenge. Attempting to go out and do something by myself and, and you know, not talk myself out of it, big ass feat for me. I took a screenwriting class and it was like once a week, I think. And at my campus, they have like a, a certain strip you can go down to get to like the English building, which is where it was at. And sometimes, you know, students post like flyers for clubs, you know, people might promote their business, stuff like that. 
And I happened to actually see the flyer for the Poetry Slam up there one day when I was walking. I was like, a Poetry Slam? What? I was like, that's kind of cool. So I look at it. I'm like, okay, that seems interesting. And then I found out it was actually some coffee shop that was not even like 10 minutes away from my apartment. So then I was like, well, there's no reason why I can't go. I I should go. So I took a picture, followed them on Instagram, and I was like, cool, I'm going to make a, a, a note to go on Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday. So I actually remember walking in and I was nervous as fuck. And I know I'm really trying not to cuss on here. I, contrary to probably believe, I have a very filthy mouth. But honestly, this is a little more candid. I'm not really sitting here trying to give you advice. I mean, okay, well, I kind of am trying to give you advice, but like, I'm not really trying to give advice right now. So excuse the potty mouth if, if it pops up. Anyways, moving along. I actually remember walking in and I was like, oh my God, I'm actually doing this. And best believe I did sit in the corner and, you know, I listened to everyone else talk and I was contemplating. I was like, should I get up there? Should I get up there? And I was like, no, I'm not ready. Oh my God. Um, because it's like, even with all my successes, I still feel like my work isn't really up to par with everyone else's or it's not really good enough. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure these niggas are going to make fun of me. Or, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm pretty sure these people are going to make fun of me. And I'm like, oh my God, what if my stuff sucks? What if they laugh at me? What if they boo me off the stage? That You know, that was my thought process. I, which, that's really not how it works. You know, even if they didn't like it, they wouldn't really say anything. I feel, I, I don't know. I I don't know what I was thinking. But anyways, I just, I just really felt like it wasn't good enough or it wasn't going to be appreciated or I was going to make a fool of myself. It was a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, I was convinced something was going to go wrong. So I was like, nah, let me just blend it to the background. Let me not interact with nobody. Let me not get up there. I'm just, I'm just here to listen. And this is what I told the host um, when he first asked if I was going to go up there. I was like, no, I'm just here to listen. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. But he's like, no, you really should get up there. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But I was still trying to, you know, avoid it. But then he ended up convincing me and I was like, okay, you know, I, and, you know, I just wanted to keep a lot of things to myself. So I was just so terrified. So I was like, no, I'm not going to get there. No, 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 no. And even though my original intention for this poetry slam was to actually get up there and to speak and to be a more confident version of myself, because why not, you know? let's let's try to do a little bit better but I tend to talk myself out of things so it just really showed me that fear is the biggest killer of all dreams and honestly fear tends to be the biggest killer of mine I swear if that host hadn't kept pressuring me I hate to say pressuring but he's really good at at, at getting you to get up there even if you're not a poet he's still gonna make you get up there like he he does not care he wants everyone to speak at least once so even if he hadn't done that I'm pretty sure I wouldn't really be talking about this right now or I wouldn't have written the blog post needless to say I did it I got up there I was shaking to my core sweating profusely dying a little inside and I was pretty sure that my heart was gonna bust out my chest but I loved every second of it. And everyone loved me. You know, there was just so much magic in that room and so much love. And, you know, I've never felt so seen in my life. Like, I've never really been around people who like to write. I've never really been around other poets like that. 
and I've never really just sat in a room full of creatives and just listened to them pour their heart out ever. So it definitely was like such a great experience for me. And I could really feel the love. I, that's really the best way I can explain it. It's just, there was just so much love. It felt like coming home in a, in a very strange way. And it was almost like a high, but like in a good way, you know? <laughs> and it made me wonder, like, why were you so shy in the first place? Like, why why was I so shy to just get up there and be honest and do that, you know? And why did I keep thinking my work wasn't good enough or that I wasn't up to par with people? Because I'm pretty sure nobody was thinking that. And artists just want to be around other artists and to share their pain and their joy and their individual human experience because that's what art is. It's a, it's a snapshot of an individual human experience. So most people are just there to share that. They don't really care if your shit sucks, you know? Who cares? You, you're doing what you love. So if you, if you like it, they love it. You're not here to be critiqued. You're just here to have fun. And I have, and it's something I have to remember when I go in these situations because I tend to think that people are really going to be nitpicking my writing like we're in fucking English class or something, but we're not. That's not how that works. We're just here to listen. If they don't like it, they don't like it. That's fine. You know, it's poetry can be subjective. Art is subjective. Some things aren't some people's cups of tea. That's totally cool, but they're not going to be rude and tell you, boo, get off the stage, throw tomatoes at you. That's just not how it goes. And I learned that. <laughs> and what's crazy is I actually read two poems that day. One was about my boyfriend and the other one was from my book, Morning Doves. The one about my boyfriend's actually on my IG page. I think you're going to have to scroll a little, but it, it, the, it the first line is to my beloved. So if you want to read it, go right ahead. I'm probably not going to read it on here. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> now, if you want to hear that, then cool, maybe I'll consider it, but I don't really plan on doing it right now. And then Morning Doves, you already know, that's my poetry book. I, I'm doing an episode on this. I actually have a um, I have a YouTube video about it, but if you guys also want to hear a podcast episode about it, then I can do that too. It's pretty juicy, you know, it goes into some stuff about my high school days. So if you want to hear some of that, then I'll gladly share that. I'll try to make it a little less formatted because I know the original video was kind of formatted. So it's a little scripted in my opinion, but I probably would go more into depth about like the, the, you know, thoughts behind it, what certain things mean, whatever, whatever, but we're not, this isn't really what that's about. So I'm going to move along. But otherwise, I think that the first experience at that poetry slam really taught me that I need to stop being so fearful of the unknown and embrace it. And that strangers can still feel like family in all the best ways. And that, you know, being able to share a piece of yourself with other people is indescribable. <laughs> it's, it's almost like magic in a weird way, you know? It's it's just, it's it's great. It's It's really great. So if you haven't experienced a poetry slam yet, I definitely recommend that you go. Even if you're not a writer or an artist or whatever, it's it's such a great experience. So, which is actually segueing into my second time going. So this was maybe like a week later. Um, back, you know, I told my boyfriend about it, and I told him, yeah, you know, I read the poem I wrote for you, and he was like, are you serious? And he's like, dang, I wish I could have heard it. And he's like, I'm really trying to see you up there, right? And I was like, well, they're having another one. And he said, really? I said, yeah. And he was like, cool. And he's like, you know, can I go with you? And I was like, yeah. We've been we've been dating for almost like a year. And I've never been with somebody who's 
always my number one supporter like always he he just he just loves everything I do he just thinks it's great so it was just really cool because um, this particular one just really proved to me that people who want to support you will support you and they'll do it wholeheartedly and he was definitely one of one of those people because he was the first one to clap for me. He was, the, you know, first one to like soothe me if I said, "Yo, I'm getting nervous," even though I did this already twice. But the nerves never really go away. He was the only one I really looked at, or really the only one I really cared to look at because he was the only one that I saw. You know how you know how in those movies, like when you see the person you love and the whole world just kind of fades away and you just focus on them. It was kind of like that a little bit for me. He was always the first one I looked to whenever I got done. And I was like, oh, look, he's clapping for me. So if he's listening to this, then shout out to you. Um, Outside of that, though, the second experience actually taught me about writing. You know, it reminded me about how much I love writing and how much I love the rawness of it and how much I love that you can, you know, set a mood or create an emotion with like a few syllables or sentences. And it actually really made me miss the days where it was simple. I know that sounds weird because you think most writers, if they're still writing, they love it. And uh, yeah, of course I love it. Still love it. It, it, It's one of my favorite things. It's It's the one thing I can do when I need to express myself when I'm going through something and I don't really, I can't really express it to other people, but I can do it through poetry or short stories or through characters. You know, it's, it's, it's a medium to be honest, but sometimes I think with now I'm trying to actually build something with it. I tend to get lost in the sauce a little because it just made, it just really reminded me of when it wasn't a business and when I was just doing it for fun and when it was just, you know, just me reading it and, and me writing it. And I was just sitting there crafting stories in my bedroom and writing poetry in my bedroom. And it was just for me, you know, it, it was just something to escape from. And it just made me feel like I was back in Germany, which <laughs> side note, if you didn't know, I like I mentioned in my last episode about um, what I learned for writing my first novel, my dad's in the Air Force. so. I did live in Germany. How cool is that? Yes, I did live in Germany for three. Um, I was like 12 at the time when I first started writing. So I was writing a lot of poetry back then and fan fiction. I know I'm a fan fictioner. I don't come across as one, but I am. So if you got fanfic recs, then, you know, hit me up for real. I, I like my hero in case you're, you're curious about the fandom I'm into right now. <laughs> Complete side note. But it just it just really brought back the joy I used to feel like, you know, writing stories and reading stories and writing poetry and and really immersing myself in a different world because I was kind of a lonely child. I didn't really have a lot of friends. I stayed to myself a lot. And, you know, the only real people I, I interacted with on a daily was like my parents. That was really about it. So being able to write stories and to craft things and to really just build my own world was a saving grace and I kind of forgot about how great that feels so it was really nice to just remember that for a minute because I feel like sometimes as creators especially when they try to make a brand um they tend to just get caught up in comparisons and numbers and all the rest of the bullshit and it doesn't really leave too much room for the joy and I think it's really important that we still leave room for the joy because you got to have something to hold on to when it's not working out, you know, <laughs> when the moments when you're upset and you're frustrated and this and that, you got to at least have something to hold on to. So 
I think it's it, it's very important that you still go back to your roots a little bit. So this lesson really was more of a twofold. It was just a moment to really be grateful for how far I've come and to really just step back for a minute. And, it, you know, it was just refreshing to be reminded that what you love is what you love and that, you know, you don't always really need other people's validation in order to be successful and that art can still just be for you. You know, I think, like I said, sometimes we forget that. So if you're an artist and you feel <laughs> burned out or, you know, you're going through that, just step back for a second, you know, remember why you started it. That's all I can really say. So that really leaves me to my final thought, because even with that being said, I still wonder all the time who doesn't wonder a little bit if they're going to be the next like big fucking American author. You know, I, I always wonder where my writing is going to take me. You know, I always wonder if I'm really going to leave behind anything, if I'm really going to leave behind a legacy or if this was all going to be for nothing. But at this point, you know, I just want to write. And if it pops off, that's great. If not, that's cool too. Um, It doesn't really make me less of an artist. And what's crazy is I actually had this conversation with my mom, like before I left for school again. And she was basically talking about how even if you, even if what you're doing doesn't pop off in your lifetime, you never know what it can do in, in someone else's. You never know if what you did now is going to inspire generations to come. So, for example, like my grandma, rest her soul, of course, she used to love to write, too. She wanted to be a teacher. She wanted to publish books. She wanted to do all the things I'm doing now. <laughs> but she never did because she stopped when she was younger because somebody had stolen her poetry. And it, it kind of crushed her spirit a little. So she just never took the gift back up. But she always wanted to do something with it, but never did. But that, you know, her not doing something with it eventually inspired me to do something with it you know what I mean you know she didn't really use her talents for writing my mom kind of dabbled in it but didn't and just kind of went in a different direction and then now here I am with books and I it's something I do for a living so even though it didn't pop off for my grandma at the time it popped off for me so even if it doesn't pop off in the way that I think now who knows what who knows where my grandchild or great grandchild is gonna be because they they found out oh my god grandma was a writer and da 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 wow I want to be like that and who knows they might be they might they might do way better than me and you know what that's cool too I still did something so you know it's kind of something to think about I guess and the same applies to anyone else if you feel this way and I know it's so easy to get discouraged you know like I said go back to your roots go back to the beginning you know ask yourself why you started it take a moment to remember the inner child who just created to create not to seek you know you just did it because you wanted to not because you wanted anything in return and on top of that if you're afraid to attend a writing event for the first time don't be I promise you that whatever scenario you're creating it's just that a scenario it's your anxiety talking and nothing more it's not real you know, you'll be fine and your words matter and your art matters. So just be open to receiving. You know, I promise you, you're not going to regret it. It's a very life-changing experience. Otherwise, that's really it, guys. I know this is kind of short. I promise the other ones will be a little bit longer. So yeah, here's your little piece of advice for today. I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode and I really hope that you guys enjoy the next one that's coming.